We are too excited to have you on our podcast. Are you tired of living a life in your comfort zone? You want to break free and work on your success? Welcome on your journey. What is going on guys? Welcome back to Too Excited, your journey to success. My name is Dom, this is the very first episode of the year 2019 and we are pumped to be back with a very special program. Okay, our today's guest is a former actor, student, entertainer, social media influencer and real estate agent. He has been featured as the Mr. Austria Bronze in 2015 and made his mantra one life, one chance to his life purpose. He has launched his own reality TV show and appeared on the big screens of the Austrian film business such as the movie the White Snake. Furthermore, he created an app called Rebis, with which his team is currently revolutionizing the real estate market. And on top of that, despite being bullied in his early ages as a kid, he refused to play the victim for failure and instead rose to success by following his dreams, passions and goals. Through this journey, he launched multiple motivational videos, helping people from all over the world to regain their focus and drive to fulfill their dreams. Today, he's the CEO of a real estate agency called Mr. Emo, leading his team to the top of the mountain of business. So, I'm super thrilled to welcome the second most followed real estate agent on social media in the German-speaking room, the author of the book ST Daily Motivation, the Mr. Emo himself, Sandro Giuliano Stadelmann. What is going on, my friend? <clears throat> hey, what's up? Thank you for being here. Thank you for the, for the opportunity to do the podcast to go together Dominic Mr. Dominic Klug uh, so it's it's just a fact we just talked about it before we started the podcast that you're already doctor this is an this is amazing you know guys imagine like Dominic is not even like not even 30 and already doctor so uh, yeah I'm thrilled uh, to, do, to do this podcast together and uh, yeah I'm sending you all the best guys uh, greetings from the Mr. Imo office and let's start this podcast Podcast. It's a big pleasure, Sandra. Thank you so much for the compliment. Actually, researching you was so much fun because it took like a whole while because you two are young as fuck, so to say, and already you have done like so many incredible things in different genres and now you're crushing it in the real estate scene. So I'm really inspired and also excited to hear and also for our listeners to hear your story. And... Your story starts at a very atypical beginning, so to say. Maybe you can tell us something a little bit about your childhood, how you were growing up, and then how you came to your first job, actually. All right, all right, guys. So the thing is, like, I'm from the from the same region in Austria as Dominic is from Vorarlberg. Uh, yeah, I was born and raised in, in Bregenz. It's a little city at the lake called Bodensee. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in kind of, um, yeah, kind of middle class family, but not not that like not not wealthy at all. Kind of more. I I don't want to say poor family, but. Um, Yeah, it, it, it was not that easy. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I grew up together with my mother and my brother in a, like, 43 square meter flat. So, yeah, I always, like, um, yeah, had, had to struggle. Like, didn't have uh, lots of friends when I was a child. I was always kind of the, the weird guy, like the, I don't know, like... Uh, 
I, I remember already um, when I was a child, I was mm -hmm. I, I was just the ambitious one, and this okay. this was not used to the other people. So like I just wanted to crush it. And uh, the thing is, uh, what I didn't have back then when I was a child was discipline. Okay. Like I, I I had energy and I, I wanted to do some stuff, but uh, I I didn't know what to do. So uh, I was playing football mm -hmm. like soccer. Yeah. At Schwarzweiß Bregenz. Uh, so um, yeah, therefore I could take my energy put it all into soccer but um, yeah I was kind of the, the crazy goalkeeper like a couple of like uh, um, opponents from, from other teams they were kind of afraid of me I, <laughs> I, I, like I, I was not the guy of compromise okay. like when I when I like in, in, in soccer in football as a goalkeeper um, there is a kind of one-to-one -one fight. Like, for example, I'm the goalkeeper and there is a striker from the other team. So you go one-to-one -one fight and I just, I went all in. I always went 110% and sometimes, uh, yeah, I, I hurt this, my opponent. So I can remember one time, like, the uh, um, ambulance uh, took took the player away because I fouled him too oh much. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I was always under adrenaline, uh, but But yeah, so I got a red card and everything. <laughs> They blamed me and uh, I, yeah. So, but the thing is, I was always like, I always wanted to to be someone and to reach someone, but I never knew in which field. I, I never like um, in in soccer in football. I was talented, but I was not that talented that I could make a professional career. Mm -hmm. So um, I stopped uh, when I was 19 years of age. Um, With the age of 15, I started an apprenticeship as an electrician mm -hmm. at the construction. So uh, I really had to, to learn the grind, to mm -hmm. learn the hustle. Like I remember like when I was 15 um, at the construction in during the winter with minus 15 degrees, like... Um, putting the, the, the cables in, in, into the houses and everything. Like, it was kind of hard, tough, but right? um, ah, it was tough. But I learned how to work mm -hmm. and, and I just, I learned like how life really is. Like I learned, I learned it kind of the, 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 the hustle way. So I didn't have like rich parents who, who said, yeah, go to school until you're 20 or and I, I just had to work, get out, make my own money. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. And with the age of 18, um, I just quit this job, electrician. I hated it. I hated it. And I, I'm just not a talented label worker. Mm -hmm. I always like was more kind of the communitive guy uh, and um, yeah I just quit the job and then when I went to the to the Austrian mail service agency like to the Austrian post office like was a post driver for mm -hmm. one and a half years and then I went to the military and uh, then I went like as a military soldier to Syria for a year like back in 2009-2010 after that I went for a NATO and, and um, UNO uh, mission to Bosnia and uh, then, I, then I got home in the summer of 2011 and then I decided to jump into the real estate business because like I was always like interested in the kind of re real estate stuff like back then 
when I was at the construction, I was very interested in the process of building a property, mm -hmm. building a house and everything. But of course, I was not interesting, interested in doing this process like building myself because yeah. I, as we Austrians say, I have like two left hands. <laughs> I'm just a hand. I'm just not a talented labor worker. So, um, but I was still interested in the process of real estate, very interested. So I decided like um, that I might become successful in the real estate business and I just started and uh, took all, all my ambition, all my determination, everything in it and yeah, the beginning was very hard. It was tough like for the first six months uh, I didn't sell anything like there was nothing like as a real estate agent you are not like a, a normal um, employee like you, you work for commission mm. if you don't uh, sell sell something then you don't earn any money mm. So I had a hard time at the beginning. For six months, I didn't sell anything. Then I changed the area, went from, from the suburbs, from Graz in Styria to Graz. And uh, then it took off. Then I had some kind of micro success uh, uh, feelings. And then, uh, yeah, I went step by step. That's amazing. I'm sorry to interrupt you here. Two yeah. things. Isn't it amazing that very often life prepares you for something bigger? And also in your case, it was the case because you told me, first of all, you had like the real hard jobs, like getting out there in the cold, hustling, working and preparing for self. And also like you learned, you're a very competitive guy. I can tell that from, from the stories that I know from you. I can tell that from the way I look at your Instagram, yeah. you like the competition and you like to win. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you learned that in sports actually, or where did that drive actually come from? What do you think? Yeah, Dominic, exactly in sports. Like in sports, I learned about the, in, in life, life is always like a competition and challenges like every day in life you, you have to overcome some challenges and you have to jump in the competitions like it's life how, how life always will be like on the even in in the daily daily basis so I definitely learned it in sports because sports is about winning so either you win or you lose but if, if you play a game if you play a match of course you want to win Absolutely. And, and um, so I learned about it. I learned about that you ha have to train very hard. So which means in the business, in the, as an entrepreneur, uh, like the training from a, from a soccer player is like the, the, the hustling, like the working, hard working as an entrepreneur. So it takes hours, like, which means it takes lots of time, lots of patience. Mm -hmm. you, so you will not become uh, the world best goalkeeper, for example, as Oliver Kahn or Manuel Neuer was. Uh, uh, after after a week of training, so it takes years. Every day you have to develop and and work on your skills. And this is exactly what what I learned in sports. That um, if you, life is a competition, life has to offer some challenges. And if you want to get better and want to win, then you have your you have to work your ass off. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, one thing you said uh, you said that you recognized in early ages that you were kind of like the weird guy in school did you know that you were special did you recognize that you had this energy and drive even from an early age on that made you like different quote-unquote from other kids did you recognize that and if yes what would you recommend to other young people who say i'm realizing this i'm not really fitting in yeah. so to yeah. say what would you give them as an advice 
like yeah, I, I didn't realize that, that I was kind of special. Um, but I just thought like uh, maybe I might have some problems. Like mm. nobody in the school, in the class, except for one or two guys, liked me because I always like I always was different. I was never the guy who ran with the crowd. Like I made kind of I tried mm. to make my own crowd. Like I was kind of the leader, but the leader for myself. And lots of people didn't like that. Uh, and so like, but I had the feeling like that I want to become very successful when when I become an adult. So um, like, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, you have to, to be yourself. And yeah, but of course, as a, as a young guy, especially as a teenager, like all the people tell you, ah, you're kind of weird. You have some crazy ideas forget about them you will never reach them like my family especially my mother my brothers they told me ah forget about your ideas you will never become dead and dead and you will never gonna be successful and never become famous and blah 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 and um, of course as a, as a young boy you kind of believe them because you think they're the, the older ones they, they have to, to, to be right of course but then um, still if something is, is inside you like something a sense some kind of a bigger voice then you just do it anyway and i just i wanted to break out of this circle out of this naysayer circle and and this is what also like young young people have to do like if they have in their neighborhood in their class in their even in their family they just they just have they they, they should should not listen to them Listen to your inner voice, and and this will lead you to the in the into the right direction. Of course, mm, that's very very powerful. I love that, and I love the fact that you are very honest about that and open about that. Because very often, people who love us the most or who try to protect us the most are also. The, our, our biggest critics, yeah? yeah, and it's very difficult sometimes, especially in early ages, to not listen to someone like your parents or like your best friends maybe and to break like you said like you break out of this circle yeah but sometimes you have to just to so so that you can lead yourself actually you said you were the leader of yourself i love that but it's very important to also listen to yourself and follow yourself thank you so afterwards you went to the military um what did you learn there any critical lessons that you took from the military time Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. So, um, as you said before, in the sports, I learned about like being competitive, hustle, and 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 um, working my ass off. Mm. And um, one thing, like a very the key thing, uh, which I was missing, like back then, like 10 years ago, 13 years ago, was. Uh, it's called one word it's very important it's called discipline mm. I never was disciplined like really disciplined about like some some kind of if I if I make a decision to go like just to follow the way like I always kind of I was the quitting guy I quit when someone was not right but uh, in the military when I went with the age of 19 to, to Syria, to Damascus, to the military mission, I like I was I spent 12 months there and there was there was not even an opportunity of quitting. Like it was very hard. This, the first six months were the hardest six months in my whole life in Syria. Like I was 19, still kind of a child and, and out there like in the kind of now it's it's public war there. So it, it, it was not easy. But then I said to myself, all right, 
right sandro this is the first thing uh, you will you will finish in your life you will really you will finish mm -hmm. and then i just i just learned it was such a, a huge and big and important lesson for me and i just learned about discipline and i learned it de definitely in the military and now now today i know discipline is one of the most important things in life if you want to become successful and 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 um, live your dreams and everything so it's yeah discipline that's what you learn in military that's amazing that's amazing and what happened afterwards you came back from the military you said you went into the real estate business how was your start there you said it was kind of tough how did it go on yeah it was tough like in 2011 like for this first six months I didn't sell not, not, not even a not even a small flat nothing nothing and and then like I had kind of a, a quiet moment with myself mm -hmm. like this was like in 2010 I started like with reading like before 2010 I never made it to read a whole book mm -hmm. like I always when I like back then in the childhood in the school I never made it to finish a book in 2010, when I was in Syria, I like I started with uh, reading like kind of Dr. Joseph Murphy, like The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, Napoleon Hill, all, all of these books. And then like I already had this content in my mind in 2011 when I started with real estate. So I, I said to myself, Sandra, um, you, you just have to, to be patient and to keep on um, working hard. And um, yeah, I said to myself, I will not quit. This, this is the thing I started. This is the thing I, I want, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't quit. Like even after six months of, of getting paid zero euros in six months, I didn't stop. Uh, and I, I said to myself, "All right, um, I think myself, I'm, I'm talented in, in this kind of area, mm -hmm. real estate, and I should maybe consider, consider about changing the area." Mm -hmm. changing the area and then I went to a bigger city the second biggest city in Austria Graz mm -hmm. I went there and I thought I said to myself All right Sandro you, you give yourself two months more time and then you either gonna make it or yeah I never thought really about quitting because if I really have a, a goal which I'm sure that I can achieve it their quitting is not even in my mind so I just said all right try just two months two months 110 percent I did it and after like in this when I when I changed the area I went to Graz after three months I sold my first flat and then it took off yeah. like then it was kind of a domino stones yeah. uh, after after two months later I sold the, the, the next flat and the next and then I had kind of my the success moments which I needed which uh, really put me on track so mm. this was it did you have like a bigger picture in your mind back then you already had a vision what you wanted to achieve or was there something especially motivating you like family or like yourself or was there something a vision that you had already back then yeah 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 i had a vision like i i have seen like this is actually a funny story when yeah. when i started off in 2011 there was back then um they they, they quit it a year ago i think uh, a tv series called meeting kaufen wohnen yeah uh, i yeah, watched I it i like i was a beginner i watched it and i um 
there was this guy called Marcel Remus. We talked yeah. about him. Like he's the the most famous um, real estate. He's a very like famous real estate agent in in the German speaking yes. area. He's located in in Mallorca. He's yeah, the yeah. luxurious agent. And he back then I watched him on TV, mm -hmm. and he was my my role model. He was my idol in this. Like mm -hmm. as like I learned from these books. Like I told you before, that you should have a role model, like an idol, uh, which you can take his path and go just try to go the same path which should lead to success and uh, I watched him like every day and I hang like a picture of him on my wall and I said I want to become like him and um, it's, it's crazy and, and I just he was my role model I said yeah I want to also become a kind of a, a high class uh, high class real estate agent very successful real estate agent who sells properties for millions of euros and um, kind of like three or four I think yeah, what, 2011, 2015, 16, like five years later, like I, I, I became friends with, with, with Marcel Remo, with, with this guy and, uh, and, and met for breakfast and lunch and everything. Really? And yeah, so... Did you reach out to him or how did you meet? Um, after, after the Mr. Austria competition, I yeah. hosted... Uh, I was I was kind of the moderator and the host from yeah. a, like a fashion and art show in yeah. Linz. In Linz. Yeah. Uh, Uh, and I guess he was, uh, if I can remember right, he was invited as a guest, but he didn't come. But then um, we, we kind of connected. I cannot remember if he started to text me. I guess it was even like this, that he, that he sent me a, a message, I guess, on if it was Facebook or Instagram, um, that he's going to come to Graz uh, uh, if I want to meet and um, have some breakfast and show him a couple of sightseeing from Graz. Cool. And I said, like, of course, yeah. I'm... <laughs> Sure, he's, I will he's be a there. Model. Yeah, this is crazy. Like this is really crazy. But I, I can remember before I met him, like five minutes before that meeting, I, I, I called my best friend Tom, yeah. like from Daily Motivation. Yeah. Um, I said Tom, like this, I, I hope, I think this is really happening. And then like I called him and Tom, what should I do and how should I greet him and everything? Yes, and then I saw him on the other side of the street. No and way. I, and, and like Marcel Remus, <laughs> yes. and I'm on the phone. Like yes, I'm like Tom. I'm, 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 I see him like he's, he's approaching me and then, like I was going crazy I was yeah, kind of, of like excited like like so excited and then he came and I wanted to, to shake his hands but he gave me a hug he's like really? yeah right. so and, and, and then I went for breakfast with him had a chat told him like uh, yeah that I'm also in real estate and this was like I don't know two weeks or three weeks before I, I sold my first um, uh, flat for over a million euros so I told him about that and, and he's like like the thing was um, I was like I was kind in this time right now like back then I was kind of in the newspaper because of the Mr. Austria competition mm -hmm. being the host blah 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 and then he, he, he has seen me not like a fan or something like an admirer but yeah. also like a kind of a a guy who, who who is also like chasing going for the success yeah. which was Like very such a, a great experience like imagine that four or five years before That's you, you have his picture on the wall you watch him on TV and then you meet him by person go for breakfast go for lunch have a good time we even went like weeks after that for uh, for a party here in Volksgarten and and all the people they wanted um, um, they wanted to, to to take a picture with him and um, but also kind of people know they knew me back then from I was like on Snapchat kind of micro fame for I don't know two seconds uh, 
like um, and, and so also there were there were some people who wanted to take pictures with me sure. like who, who know from my who, who sure. were from my fan base and then he was looking like is this guy is he yeah, also yeah, kind absolutely. of famous yeah, sure. it was just exciting so um, that's so cool. yeah that's that's what, what I say man imagine that dreams can come true and and yeah and so and by the way this is the law of attraction working right here we talked about it on the show on the podcast we even did a whole episode on that law of attraction like really if you believe in the universe or whatever you believe in yeah. if you put like enough energy and enough thoughts into that yeah. things are getting real which is absolutely crazy how are you like uh, did you make like more experiences with the law of attraction or are you a believer of the law of attraction or what do you think yes uh, I'm a believer of the law of attraction I read the book and everything yeah um, did you see the movie as well The Secret Yeah, but I didn't finish it because I, I, I knew everything from from the, the movie, from the book. Yeah. I read all of these books already sure. like years ago, in back in 2010, 2011, 2012. I read all of the books many times. Like I, I guess like the book of Dr. Joseph Murphy, I read like 12 times. So... Um, I know everything by heart, so and I just like I believe in it. So uh, I, I'm just like, of course, there is some, there is energy like in the universe, mm -hmm. and energy which uh, um, like um, no. <laughs> no. it goes to another place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you send out some some thoughts, and it's also like uh, uh, energy, and 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 it comes back like it's just in a weird way. I cannot explain it. Not even in German, mm -hmm. even if I would. Uh, uh, so, um, but, but I just it's like crazy. It's crazy. I believe in it. I had many like experiences. Also, like with meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger three years ago. This is a long story. I'm gonna tell you like after we finish with the podcast. But it's 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 crazy. Like I had so many experiences with the law of attraction. So I'm totally so believing. You met you met Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So this is a huge deal actually because he is like your big idolister, right? I yeah. recognize that from researching yes. you. <laughs> So I think, and I think, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is somebody like everybody knows him, yeah, like yeah. all around the world, yeah. yeah. It's insane. How was that for you that moment when you met him? Is that like the, oh, the craziest, without without any doubt, the craziest moment in my whole life? Because it's it's the, the, the same thing. Like I'm admiring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like I, I've always admired him since I was like a, a, a little kind of a little boy, a child. So and and since like for the past couple of years, since I started with getting on my track and chasing success, like I, I, I read everything about him. And he also he came from nothing, from zero, mm -hmm. the same as me. And and he made it to the very very top in the world and this is just my he's my biggest idol and and when i met him it was you cannot imagine like it was surreal it was not real this situation yeah. but um yeah so law of attraction definitely works Absolutely. but you have to it's it's just focus and belief and work and and work of course work is is the uh, medi uh, the, the medicine number one <laughs> hard work It's, it's always it's paying off. Actually, yeah, <laughs> but but um, it it takes time, and you have to also be very patient because only hard working is not enough. Um, it takes discipline, like I said, and it takes patience. Yeah, so that's awesome. Where where are we? It's amazing. So um, you end up like doing your own business, like doing your startup, like Mr. Emo. Um, 
tell us something about the Rebis app and how you revolutionizing the market right now actually because that's also something that people know you for I think yeah yeah so like like let's let's take a step back um, when I started in real estate 2011 I made it like I like I made the I was in the real estate I made the real estate job the real estate agent job for like yeah since 2011 but in 2013 I decided to come to Vienna to, mm -hmm. to go to acting school and I fi financed that by myself with like being a real estate agent on the side and um, so um, the, the, my 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 thought when I came to Vienna was like to to connect like both of my big passions like acting and real estate. I connected this like with with the Mr. Emo pilot movie in the in the cinema and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, like um, in 2016, after we made the movie movie premiere and everything, I was sitting on my balcony and um, thinking about how I should handle my flat, like apartment viewings in Graz mm -hmm. because I was like I started like the real real estate agent uh, kind of period at my place started in Graz as I said and um, I still had like I built kind of a network there and they still like um, asked me to, to sell their homes in Graz mm -hmm. and I was sitting in a balcony I was thinking alright I'm doing this this and this and this now I cannot afford it like I, I don't have the, the time uh, to, to I cannot afford it like in, in, the, in the thing of, of time that I drive to Graz have a few flat viewings and drive back to Vienna. It costs yeah. you half a day, even maybe already a, uh, even a day. So I thought about, all right, maybe I can outsource mm -hmm. these flat viewings. While I'm here in, the, in, in Vienna, like working on, on my career, I could outsource the flat viewings in Graz. <clears throat> And then I had the idea of kind of um, like, first of all, I Googled it up. I like, I just Googled, I researched uh, if there is something on the market mm -hmm. who offers kind of outsourcing flat viewings, mm -hmm. like just simple. And I didn't find anything in the world, like nothing globally, no product, no app, nothing. And I thought about That's insane, actually. Yeah, I thought about this might be a chance. Like um, this might be a chance if I'm the guy who, who builds who builds up a platform, an app, who, who which make which make uh, makes it able to to outsource this 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 flat viewings. And then uh, yeah, I was sitting on a balcony, thought about it, and then I just like. Like as I said, I, I became uh, kind of the discipline guy also, mm -hmm. and I've, I told myself, all right, if if you start this, if you do it, if you just start to build this up, then there is nothing like left and right, no, nothing, no distractions, only building this, mm -hmm. and like also like the, the the real estate agency because it's con connected to each other, mm -hmm. like Revis and Mister Imo, the agency, <clears throat> but no no other things. So I it, it was September two thousand six. I told myself at the balcony, all right, Sandro, you're going to stop everything you do right now mm -hmm. and you start this. You start with Revis and with the agency and to, to connect it with each other and, and do it until it becomes very successful. And it might take three, four, five, six, six seven years, yeah. like this which is, is long term, mm -hmm. it's long term goal. But I said to myself, all right, this idea is actually very good and I should just like um, go after it. Mm -hmm. And this what I have been doing since um, yeah, September of 2016. And the thing is, like, I'm very thankful and glad that I 
that I'm disciplined now because mm -hmm. I was really able to, to quit like to quit the acting well, like I did theater plays I was uh, do, did uh, TV commercials like also TV movie as you said mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, and I was already like starting off as an actor in Austria and in the German area but uh, I told myself alright first of all I wanna I wanna um, chase this goal like building up the startup building up the app and just um, go go after it with 110% even if it has to be 1000% I know there is not thousand percent but for me there is so um yeah i i i had i put the complete focus on it and since then uh, i've been building like um Revis. that's awesome so far to your projects and you're doing this really well and also very successful so now i want to go into your mind a little bit um because it takes like you said discipline to do so many things and like creating so many things and what i was so impressed about was i'm following you on social media like since three years or something and um what i find is so cool about your business is how you're like dealing with your coworkers, for example because you know like in medicine the problem is like you really have the packing order and people are like how you say They are put down if they make a mistake. Yeah, they are shouted at or maybe even fired. And uh, the idea of leadership is like revolutionizing right now, I think, even in the medical field. So it's like turning. And uh, you're like, when you, you, you will like share your Instagram um, profile later. But uh, for all of you guys who will follow him, you will see that he like really treats his coworkers like with respect and with joy. And they have fun actually in the office. And when you come to him, you visit him. He pours you a glass of coffee. Actually, he he carries the things like like really that's cool. Yeah, because he's a leader, like showing how you're doing it and not telling somebody like you do that, you do that, you do that, and then you shout at him. Yeah. So, what have you learned about leadership, and uh, which principles uh, would you like recommend to being an effective leader? Actually. Yeah, about leadership. Like I never, I never read some theory about it. Like I, I just, I, I watched like as you did, like some Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. videos, Gary Vee videos, and um, he, he's kind of like the, the, the new, the latest example for a. Uh, 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 an entrepreneur right now nowadays like <clears throat> it's we're not in the 1970s anymore mm -hmm. like if you want to build something up uh, and and if, if if it's your company and everything and if you have to be the leader then you have to lead by example like you you just like for me always one thing what, what always was important that like that I should like treat other people with respect and dignity like that I really really have to respect everyone like for me everyone first of all is the same like we all have to go to the toilet we all have to to die someday and everything like every like human being is human being if if it, if it's if 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 the if, like it, it doesn't depend on the color on the religion anything like for me if a human being is good to me I'm good to, to him or her or them. Like, um, it's, it's just about, like, um, having the chemistry. And so if, if this is right, and also kind of the loyalty, of course. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I, I don't, like, still until now, I don't have that much friends, but I can, I can count, like, from, from my one hand, like, 
like or two hands but um, these friends are loyal and also like the co-workers like my employees my business partners I work together with them because they're loyal and then they are good to me mm. and I don't care like I don't give a shit if I'm the boss like I'm the boss because I have to be like mm. it's my responsibility it's my company and everything but I'm I, I, I don't want to like shit on someone you know? I'm not the guy who who, who, who like who screams to, to people and everything and I just want to have have people in my circle uh, which like I, I can like go this ladder up to the success together and so therefore of course like it's just how it is like you just have to t treat the people right mm -hmm. this is one of the, the kind of the secrets but like the, the older bosses especially in the real estate uh, business like they're still kind of the um, conservative like mm -hmm. like um, talking down to the people and everything this is not my style like I just I I want to treat everyone right and and like I said like only because someone is more successful or, or I don't know what doesn't doesn't mean that he can be arrogant or, or uh, talk down to people this is just not not at all my f uh, philosophy mm -hmm. so yeah leading by example mm -hmm. I love that that's amazing um, tell me about your morning ritual because I saw you put out something there on the internet and I'm a big fan of morning rituals as well and uh, in the last two years I have uh, invested pretty much time to like study successful people and what I found is that like almost everybody of them has like a strict morning ritual so what do you do in the morning? First of all, like uh, I, I remember, like three, four years ago, like if Tom, my best buddy, will listen to it, he will laugh, yeah. like he will shit in his pants, like he's like I remember, like when we recorded these videos for ST Daily Motivation, we got up at 5:30, we we met each other at his flat, his wife was still sleeping, and we and they have just only a two-room apartment, and 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 she we 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 made her awake and. Then, like at six in the morning, this was kind of our ritual for a couple of months. So, uh, but it was just crazy. Like, imagine six in the morning already, like making some videos and all the stuff. It was crazy. Like we always challenged each other, but it was kind of cool and we liked it. It was kind of an adrenaline thing, but. I never liked it to get up this early. I know that most of the successful people, they, they, they get up at five, at six, I don't know. But um, the thing is, like, um, now, right now, in, in my kind of my field, what I'm doing, like, uh, like with the real estate agency and everything, mm -hmm. like, I work long hours. Like, I never finish work before 10 p.m. Like, most of the time, like, I, I finish, I, I put out the last email around 10 or, yeah. like, yesterday I did the last call with a client who sold a flat um, at, at 9.45. So, I stay up until like midnight or one o'clock 1.30 so I, I, it's not possible to yeah. me that I get up at six because then I will always sleep uh, will only sleep for five hours but I need at least like six seven hours seven and a half would be nice mm -hmm. so I need this kind of sleep mm -hmm. to be to be uh, to be on track during mm -hmm. the day um, so um, yeah I'm getting up around I don't know yeah I'm honest I get up around eight mm -hmm. uh, and then I just like go to the bathroom uh, um, yeah go back to the to the kitchen make myself some breakfast some oatmeals with soya milk and then I watch like what I this is my ritual I mm -hmm. bathroom then 
and back to the kitchen, have my oatmeal, like my muesli, and and watch some videos on YouTube. Yeah. But I just like no, nothing, no 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 learning stuff. Only like soccer games, okay. soccer interviews, because it's also yeah. my big passion, like football and yeah. soccer. And it's just to so I don't have to think about to clear, something to clear the mind. To clear the mind, yes. just like uh, eating my my mm. muesli and and watching these soccer interviews and mm. and soccer games, and then I make myself ready, like and I'm getting into the suit or whatever it is yeah. but th this is kind of a ritual so yeah. don't think about anything don't start with emails don't start with phone yeah. calls just give myself uh, at least like half an hour an hour mm. like eating it's my for you yeah it's like just like the thing is like the ritual is watching this youtube interviews about football and soccer this is what i love mm -hmm. like even it's so it's senseless it doesn't yeah. teach me anything or something but it's for me it's it's my time i know this is my time and and nobody takes it from me so mm. this is my ritual yeah that's amazing and many people say like uh, do something in the morning that you love because if you care about other people like yeah. in the morning and you're like working checking emails you already put away like The first energy that you have yeah. actually is, and you yeah. should invest it on yourself. And I love that. Do you also do meditation? Um, kind of, not not like the mainstream meditation, but I've been doing meditation since um, yeah, since 2011. Really? Uh, I remember like back then in when I was in Bosnia, like for the military mission, I st like I Google like I YouTubed YouTubed up uh, mm -hmm. kind of a meditational music. Mm -hmm. And uh, since then, like since 2011, I've been listening to this meditational music like every day. Like except for when I'm uh, sleeping at, at my friend's home or when I'm, I go out for party. But like these, ex these are like exp uh, what is it? Ausna, um, if you if you like the. Nah, exceptions. Okay. So this is the English word. These are the exceptions when I when I go celebrate or something. Mm -hmm. this, this is not often, but otherwise, like every normal day during yeah. the year, I'm listening before I go to sleep. I'm listening to this meditational music, uh -huh. and it's also like the end, like the the, the last title uh, on my playlist is also is always like the. Autogenic training, mm -hmm. autogenic training, like this kind of a leaded meditation, and I always do it like every day. Like if I say there is 365 days a year, 350 days during the year, I do that. So mm -hmm. yes. Why do you do that? What What are the benefits that you think that you're getting? Or um, first of all, I can visualize when I'm like meditation is is like you you. you You put your mind down. You calm down. Mm -hmm. you, you you try really to clear your mind, so you can you have nothing you, in your mind. You don't think about the deal tomorrow. You don't think about anything, mm -hmm. and you just like go on zero. And then you put on that zero mind uh, mind mm -hmm. uh, 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 state of mind. You put on your vision. Mm -hmm. You think about future goals. You I think about my big picture goal, and 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 this like kind of makes me happy. Like I try always like I know it's very hard but I try to go in this kind of situations when I already kind of reached my biggest goals and everything so this this makes me first of all happy mm -hmm. to kind of try to be in this moment mentally and first of all it brings me down and and it's just 
that I can have a, a different angle mm -hmm. to see my current situation because like when you do like you work on a daily basis and everything you're stressed out and everything and then mm -hmm. you, 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 you watch you, you see your challenges your problems and if you take a step back and if you watch yourself from the side out of a neutral space you will see alright it's, it's not that hard like you, you will figure it out you will go through these challenges and mm -hmm. there is some bigger goals in your life and which are waiting for you so mm -hmm. yeah That's awesome. I'm also a big fan of meditation. And it's like from a medical point of view, you literally drop down your cortisol, like your stress hormones. And you're like focusing on your breathing. You're taking like deeper breaths. You calm down your heart rate, actually. So there are really like measurable results in your body that you're doing like just because of meditation. So I can just recommend it for everybody to do that. And uh, I'm also very happy that you're sharing your experiences with that. Time is flying. Unbelievable. I'm really enjoying this, by the way. And I'm looking forward to the next topic, which I want to talk with you about. Something that uh, really like enlightens my heart while I researched you I is your, your family connection. My grandma, right? Your family connection. Like your grandmother has a very big place in your life and she plays a very big role in your life. Yes. Um, talk to me about that for a second and <clears throat> how this beautiful story came into your life. Yeah, my grandma, I mean, first of all, I have to say, uh, if she listened to that, she will not understand. But grandma, first of all, I love you. Like, I love my family, but especially my grandma. She's the most important person in my life. Like, because, like, Gary Wee said, like, your parents, you love your parents because they loved you first. Mm. And I, I don't have this good connections with my mother, but a very, very close connection with my grandma because she was always there for me, always. Mm. Like, she never put me down. Like, kind of in a, in a, in a funny way. Like, 10 years ago, she said, if you will not... Uh, finish school and blah 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 you will end up cleaning the streets and this is what motivation for me back then um, mm. but um, like she was always there for me I can remember back then in the child like uh, my mother put me on, on the, the night train from Bregenz to Graz uh, with the uh, age of eight years and my grandma and my father like they picked me up and my father had only like I was the whole like holiday school holiday in, in Styria in Graz and uh, my father only had like two or weeks um, two three weeks holiday and my grandma took me then and and like was always there for me made me lunch dinner I was even like I can remember when I was a child like playing soccer with her and and it was just beautiful time and Yeah, she gave me a lot and right now I'm I'm like I became like I'm a grown up now and and so um, I just wanna wanna give her back all the things what she what she has done for me and uh, I try that like kind of every day and every opportunity I face um, is like where I can uh, do something for her or make her excited uh, I, I just I just do like there is so many like so many stuff we did together for the for the last two three years like it, it, crazy like always like when we are together we go to to we went to Barcelona together two two months ago we were there together like riding a scooter Like I was riding and she was sitting also on the scooter. We 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 both ride at the scooter and like people were watching. Oh, this 
older kind of older lady yeah. with this young guy what's going on and I'm like hey this is my grandma <laughs> yeah. and everyone is laughing and hey you're cool and and they love it as well but um, it's just like first of all I love my grandma so she's kind of also like it may, may sound weird but kind of also like my best friend I, I, I talk to her every like about everything and and um, yeah and and we just like I just, it's just a thing that I want to give her back All what, she was always there for me and, and now right now she's 71 and and I want to pay her back and um, yeah she's she's the most important person and yeah of course also my father he's he's also such a, a great uh, great guy and and yeah like family is important of course yeah that's very beautiful Before I get to my last question, uh, please tell our followers where they can find you online. Um, yeah, guys, you can find me uh, on Instagram, Facebook. Right now, like Facebook, I'm not online that often anymore, but you can find me on Facebook, Sandro Giuliano, Giuliano with J, like Julian, Sandro Giuliano. And of course, also on Instagram, this is the platform to be actually right now. Um, yeah, trying to build up my community every day there. Uh, so yeah, Sandro Giuliano, uh, Sandro Giuliano as well. Or um, if you type in Mr. Emo, like Mr. Emo, uh, you will also find me. So yeah, I would be happy to to have you guys uh, soon also in my community. And, and um, yeah, I, I I'm sure that you have fun and you have a good time with Dominic and this <laughs> content and everything. Yeah. That's where you can find me. Perfect. We will put the links uh, down below in our bios so everybody can find it. My last question. Um, before we started, we asked you, are you nervous? You said, no, you're not nervous. Yeah. You're excited, yeah. actually. And that's what we are talking like a lot. And that's yeah. also why the title of the podcast is like too excited because we think that it's very important to stay excited. And like comparing to the excitement of a little kid when everybody's excited and curious and like like exploring the world and yeah. sometimes and it's very sad because we kind of lose it when we are like growing up um, but you obviously haven't lost that skill so what would you like um, recommend everybody who has lost excitement and who wants to regain it yeah I mean guys guys um, the, the thing is like there is a saying of mine like my, my kind of motto Uh, like you said before, one life, one chance. Like, guys, we all, all of us, we have one life, therefore one chance, one chance to make the very best out of it. And and if you want to make the best out of your life, you just have to find passions. Like, you have to find what you love. Like, if it, it, it might be whatever what, but um, you just have to find what makes you happy and and what what makes you excited uh and 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 everything else will will follow and and excitement is is one of the most things like excitement and is 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 making you happy like i'm excited for this i'm feeling good and i love the podcast and everything and and yeah guys you just have to to find something which you really love which you could do every day and then you, the excitement will follow the success will follow And the happiness it's it's all about in the end it's all about happiness like if, if the, the time we spend on this world we want to be happy and and this is what it also what it is all about yeah i love that sandro thank you very very much Alec. it was a big yes. pleasure thank you so much yeah, thank you for uh, yeah having me as a guest and uh, all the best for you of course thank you and um yeah 
all the best for you as well guys and um, see you on Instagram <laughs> perfect amazing thank you guys you heard it staying excited is important as we always tell it and we are telling you again in 2019 so take Sandro as, as your role model follow him on his social medias his content will inspire you it will entertain you and put in the hard work stay excited and until next time guys see ya